that sounds hazy, then Lord, we'll make it clear. We like Blondell's IPAs, cider stouts from the USA, which is boys. And we like beer. We're just boys. We like beer. Upstate Beer Boys. Welcome back to another great episode of the Upstate Beer Boys. Today we traveled down to beautiful Columbia, South Carolina, to River Rat Brewery, where we have had the opportunity to brew some beer. So first off, as always, I want to get an intro to Wayne's Beer Delivery. Uh, unfortunately, he was not able to make it today, but he is working, and we have a special guest, Chase, former Upstate Beer Boys podcast producer, and kind of sad he's left, but glad he's down here with us today. We also have Eddie with Clock Tower, one of our sponsors, and Eddie 2.0 Clock Tower. <laughs> Gentlemen, what are we doing down here today? Y'all brought us down here. Brewing some beer. Yeah, we're brewing some beers. Uh, met, met with uh, Tony a, a while back, and we had a great relationship when, uh, when we first had a tap takeover. At, at, the, at, uh, at our tap room here in Simpsonville. And we just developed a great relationship. They make great beer down here. And we just said, hey, listen, if there's ever an opportunity for us to, to link up and do a collaboration, you know, let, let's do it. And uh, Tony, with a man of his word, he said, hey, come on down, pick the date, and we're all here. Hopefully, uh, fingers crossed, this will be a, be a killer, killer IPA. It's going to be a killer IPA. <laughs> <laughs> we did a lot of work, so, hey, I mean... You find you find like a newfound respect for what they have to do here to do this beer. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I hope it comes out good. I'm they praying. With, I'm praying with everybody else. So, mm-hmm. I'm hoping it comes out good. Now, but we're having a great time over here. River Rats been super cool. Um, they got a great location here. Really cool staff. So, we're happy to be here. Thanks for having us, guys. Mm-hmm. So. Let's get into the tax of the whole situation. Tony, tell me who you are and where you're from, and what are we doing here? So my name is Tony Brown. Um, I am originally from Lake City, South Carolina. I've been with the brewery a little over six years now. Um, and like Eddie explained, um, first time I met him, we kind of set up a tap takeover. We hung out pretty late into the night, just kind of bounced some ideas off of each other. And, you know, the opportunity presented itself, so we wanted to get get him down here and um, try to get something that, you know, they can call their own and, and, and put on their uh, tap list and be proud of. So, got here at 8 o'clock this morning, we mashed in, um, you know, he they did all the mashing in, did all the grain removal, you know, it's been a key part of brewing. I think we kind of just sat back and watched most of it. It was a fun thing to see, so <laughs> <laughs> we're excited for the outcome of this. And I am Katie. I am one of the assistant brewers here. And this is fun to just see these guys come in and sort of see what we do every day. Um, It's a good time so far. All right, so we're brewing the beer. Excuse me, we're brewing the beer to have on Clock Tower. But y'all will also have it here at Riverette. Correct. Um, so what we'll do is we'll split the batch up 
um, we'll hold on to X amount of kegs for Eddie so that they can uh, readily have it available when they want to put it on. And then we'll also pump it through the tap room. Um, you know, just kind of showcase what we what we've done here. I think the uh, biggest component to this is testing out a great base recipe. So if down the line Eddie says, "Hey, I would love to do," you know, a mango habanero version of this, um, we're able to kind of recreate this great base recipe. And then crank out just pretty much whatever you want. The sky's limitless when you have such a great, uh, great grain bill, great hop schedule, and everything is just it flows very smoothly. Um, so that way, if you want to change up something different for, you know, St. Patty's Day or Cinco de Mayo, it becomes a lot easier that way if we have a really good base recipe. And that's what we're doing here today, just making a standard, uh, standard American IPA um, that we can potentially use in verticals down the line. So one of the things, one of the questions I always like to ask is what do you have for food options? So we actually have a full kitchen here. Um, we do a lot of uh, wings, pulled pork, brisket. We smoke everything in-house. Um, I think the most, uh, the most popular item that we have would be our smoked wings. Uh, we smoke them in flat frying. But we do burgers, uh, you know, we have uh, hot dogs, we have chicken tenders. It's your typical bar food, but we really take pride in um, kind of our pulled pork, our brisket, and our wings. Eddie, you got any questions or Eddie 2.0? Y'all have any questions for our host today? No, I think we've asked a couple questions while we've been here. <laughs> we've uh, we've got an early start this morning. Um, so we've, they've, they've been phenomenal. Um, you know, as a, as a taproom owner, <clears throat> you don't have the same perspective from, from a brewer, you know, as far as, you know, where the beer comes from, the work that goes behind it. You just, like, want to make sure it's a good product and make sure it sells well. Um, but when you have the opportunity to go behind the scenes, see the work that goes into it, see what their team does to make sure that you can enjoy it, you know, at home or at a, at a bar, yeah, you have a newfound respect for, for everything. And I'll tell you, they, they do a great job. Um, so thank you again for having us. We, we enjoy the process. It makes us appreciate the beer a little bit more. And, uh, and on top of that, just can't wait for our, uh, our unveiling. Fingers crossed, it's going to be an amazing, amazing, amazing beer. And I uh, hope you guys come out and try it. One question, just one question. When is it going to be ready? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so hopefully we'll be able to get it out of the market within the next three weeks. Um, you know, the kind of the way fermentation works, man, it's just, it varies with different beers you want. Um, but of course, as soon as that reaction comes to completion, we'll crash it, get it carved up, get it caked out, and then we'll get it out of the market. So fingers crossed that we can, you know, maybe get it out in the next in the next three weeks. But, um, you know, we're, it's, we'll knock out today getting those fermenters and, after that, it's just kind of patiently waiting. And that birthday April 5th, that'd be a great birthday. Birthday April 5th, that'd be a great birthday present. So maybe we have, we have shoot April 5th at the latest. Let's say that. All right, guys, so we're going to try to get it out before then, but at the very latest, it'll be April 5th. So Tony or whoever else wants to jump in on this question, what is your number one seller? And then what is your number one distribution seller? Because I know it can be different between grocery stores and tap rooms. So as far as distribution, um, hands down our number one seller is Astronaut Sauce. Um, it is a very sessionable New England style IPA um, that you know we've been cranking out for about four, or four to five years now. Um, and then right behind that is uh, our bounce between our cold and our red ale. Um, you know when I when New England IPAs kind of um, hit the market, 
you know, it was a super big craze. And just like a lot of other crazes that came out, man, we've had brewed IPAs and milkshake IPAs and session IPAs. But this is one that really uh, stuck with us. It actually killed the sales of all of our other IPAs just because it was such an, in such high demand. And it hasn't slowed down yet. We're at the point now where we're brewing almost uh, 120 barrels of, of astronaut sauce alone a month. Um, it seems like we're, you know, it's always on our brew schedule. So that was by far um, our biggest seller. Um, and then, like I said, after that, it comes in at uh, our Irish Red Ale. We're one of the only brewers in the state that brews in Irish Red <coughs> year-round. And then our Colts. Um, really cool style. Um, very clean. Very, you know, uh, it's a style of beer that it's hard to hide mistakes in. So we really take pride in our Colts, and we push that as much as possible as well. So as soon as we uh, got through putting all the grain in, it got sent into the vat. You poured, or excuse me, y'all poured uh, six beers. So if you could just kind of give like a, our listeners a quick rundown of the six beers that you poured us and what made you choose <coughs> those beers. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. Yeah, so of those six beers, the Marzen and the Coles were both on the lighter side um, and not a ton of hops or anything in them to hide mistakes. So we do want to showcase how clean we can get a beer and how uh, nice those are. Then we transitioned over to our red, which is a bestseller, um, to bring in some more of those caramel flavors. Um, and then are finishing off with two IPAs. Um, one New England style, um, our astronaut, which is of course our best seller, and our Sunshine Ray Beam, which is a limited release right now, but it uses African hops. Um, still in a hazy style, but a little bit of a different flavor profile using some melon and some stone fruit from those hops. And then finishing off with uh, my personal favorite, our Nighttime Stout, so which is a bourbon barrel aged um, stout coming in at 8%, really beautiful, very smooth, and with a touch of sweetness on that back end. Mm-hmm. Um, all around fantastic beers, in my opinion. So I don't think we got to uh, formally introduce our guest to, to you. So you want to tell us who you are and what you do here at River At? Yeah, so I am Katie. I am an assistant brewer here. I also work in the tap room some on the weekends. Um, Also relatively new here. So I've been um, very fortunate to learn from that and also help making all of these beers, you know, day to day, week to week. It's been a fantastic opportunity for me and really take pride in what I do and love it. Uh, Most of the time, though, I am the person that does the grain in and is doing more of that um, like behind the, scenes. behind the scenes work as opposed to necessarily making the, the really big decisions of what are we brewing today um, and then just bartending you know to fill up the rest of those hours and get to talk to people I think it's fantastic that I get to see both the production side and actually you know see what the customers are saying about our beers and what they're asking for I think that mix of two things is really helpful. So we talked about the beer, talked about the food options. Do y'all have any 
special events, bingo nights, trivia nights. Uh, do y'all have local live bands? Y'all have any of that going on during the week? Every Wednesday night, we do music bingo. Um, and you can play it from anywhere in our, um, on our on site, whether it's tap room outside or on our rooftop bar. Then every Thursday, we do trivia. And that's the same thing anywhere on our property. You can play right off your phone, just scan a little QR code. Um, so both of those events during the week are really fun, bring in some, you know, a good crowd. We also try to bring in different stuff, you know, for holidays and have an all around good time. Um, we do brunch on Sundays from 11 to two. Uh, not a ton of live music. You don't necessarily need the boost on Saturdays. Um, but then, you know, seasonal things, like for Valentine's Day, we did a beer and chocolate pairing flight. Nice. That was fantastic. Um, <laughs> really cool to be out there, you know, pairing food and beer together. One of my favorite things to do. Mm-hmm. But just bringing in stuff like that when we can. Eddie, y'all want to add anything? Tony, add anything? Was asking Matt to come down here. I don't know if... Matt's still busy in the brew house. Anything you want to add for our listeners to to know about, about your brewery or about y'all? Yeah, absolutely. I first want to start off by saying I think you kind of hit every spectrum um, with some great questions to ask today. Um, I think a lot of insight was shared on kind of what we do here. Uh, I do want to add that, you know, we are, I guess now, are the oldest brewery. Um, in Columbia, kind of outside of Hunter Gallery. I guess they were more brew public first, but, um, you know, we're hitting our 10 year anniversary um, coming up. So mm-hmm. um, Saturday, March 11th is where we're going to celebrate 10 years. Uh, but one thing that I do want to add that I think sets us apart from a lot of other breweries is we make a wide variety of beers. So we make everything from an American premium lager to barrel aged imperial stouts um, and everything in between so that was kind of around the reason of why i poured the six beers that i did you know i kind of wanted to hit all spectrums of mm-hmm. styles of beer you know something light something okay. hoppy something dark and then something kind of middle of the road um, so mm-hmm. if you know I, I like to think that we make beer for everybody so i really encourage you guys to come come down check us out food's great beer is good um we have some really good really good staff here um so if you ever downtown columbia definitely come come and see what we have to offer so I just want to add, Eddie just reminded me earlier uh, to talk about this. When we came down uh, an hour or so ago, and so it was going, Eddie was going to buy us all a pint. And Eddie said he wanted the Sunshine Ray Beam. Mm-hmm. And I said, yep, I'll take one of those. I think Eddie 2.0 said too. And then you poured us something new that's not even yeah, – Talk about that beer. Not even available yet. Well, like I said, Eddie brought it up to me. I was like, yeah, I forgot about that. So what did you pour us that made us all change our minds? <laughs> to, to, yeah. to, you, pour, you pour us like a little taster, and we're all said, okay, we changed our mind. We all want <laughs> this beer. Well, man, the name of the game is Moving Beer. So um, that was something that, that we're getting ready to release. Um, it's, called our, it's called Table Victories. Um, this is another hazy that we did. Um, we use some, some brand new yeast, uh, some helioglavia yeast, but we tried a couple of different methods with it to see if we can um, make the aromas of these hops uh, pop. Um, one thing that we are kind of focusing on here with our limited release IPAs is we're staying away from kind of those sea hops. 
Um, if you ever notice, a lot of KZ IPAs have a lot of big citrus uh, mm -hmm. flavors to them. And we're just trying to, you know, do something different. Uh, we use a lot of experimental hops. Um, you know, we try to think, bring different flavor profiles. I think recently we were doing a lot of like stone fruit, melon, um, and a lot of like dark fruit flavors. So uh, knowing that we literally just kicked it out, I was like, yeah, we want to, you know, get these guys, you know, a sample of it, especially, you know, Eddie, because, you know, he buys a good bit of my beer, so I want to kind of give him a taste of, you know, what's what's coming down the pipeline, especially like with him being all the way in Greenville, sometimes it's hard for me to get him samples yeah. of things that are so limited, so, you know, I just wanted to kind of take, um, take advantage of that opportunity having him here in-house, and also having, you know, other people around, so, you know, if Eddie has it, he says, oh, this is delicious. It might be delicious to him, but not everyone else. So because we ha we we have a couple of y'all here, it's like I'll let everybody taste it and let's see what their reactions the are. So exactly. So um, you know we're really proud of that beer. I think that one is another one that'll sell sell really fast. Um, right now, what our goal is is to try to release two small batch beers a month. So we're you know dropping thirty kegs in the market. We're turning and burning because um, I think that's what drives other beers to sell. Um, you know, don't get me wrong, I think our coach is fantastic. I think our Red Ale fan is fantastic, but, you know, uh, and I'm gonna use Eddie as an example for, as a business owner, how many times is he gonna be able to put our Broad River Red on before people get tired of it? You know, this beer world now, this market now is what's new, what's mm -hmm. fresh, what, what do you have that's new? So we're trying to conform to that and really get that ball moving on, you know, hey, you know, the Sunshine Ray Beans, is something that we just drop when it's going it's going and we're moving on to the next thing so um it's all about experimenting um seeing what works seeing what doesn't work and you know some things will stick around some things won't but this is the only way that you can find out is by getting out there trying these new recipes and seeing what other people think because i might think the beer is delicious and anybody else might think it's absolutely god awful so you know you gotta brew things you gotta get in the market and you have to go into it thinking that everything isn't going to be a hit. You're not going to hit a home run every single time. But if we can consistently make good beer, then I'm okay with someone saying, you know, uh, I didn't like this one as much. Or, you know, I like that one a little bit better than that. But as long as you can say, oh, it was good, don't get me wrong, but, you know, I might like this one a little better. Consistency is kind of that key to, um, you know, to uh, being sustainable in this, in this industry. So, um, yeah, man, that was one that literally we just caved out last week. We're super excited for it. So, you know, having people in that, you know, know nothing about this beer is like, it's a perfect opportunity. Exactly. So now it's going to be a clock tower tap, tap room, guys. There's another one that we're going to get down there. So if you're in that Greenville market, in that uh, Greenville area, definitely make sure you stop in with Eddie and those guys. Man, fantastic place. I really love those guys. Um, everything they do there, the environment's really nice. The staff is really nice. So, you know, they'll be one of the accounts that we send these. Um, small batch cakes too so you can always be on the lookout for those um, hitting there one thing you talked about earlier um, we talked about adjuncts taking a certain beer sending it out but then having it here and doing it with different adjuncts do you do that all the time every now and again do you do it just to cover up a flavor profile or what's the reason for that so that just kind of goes back to that thing of people wanting something new, you know, every time. And we're on a 15 barrel system here, so it's very hard for us to drop a beer every week. So what we do is um, we will have a, one of our flagship beers and, you know, we might condition, can't condition one of them um, over some pineapple or, you know, uh, some cinnamon rolls or something like that. And now 
by brewing this fantastic base beer, we can do a lot of verticals with that. And uh, we release one every Wednesday. It's called our Hidden and Quitted series. Uh, we release one keg, one keg only. When it's gone, it's gone. Um, but, you know, it's just kind of a thing. Could you imagine getting back there and brewing a new beer, 52 new beers a year? Yeah. Uh, it, it'll get very stressful. So uh, we don't use, we try not to use extract a lot. So anything that you have from us, it will be naturally flavored. Um, the amount of times I've gotten back there and made my own puree out of different fruit or, nice. you know, um, I think I got back there and cooked down some uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups one time. Yes. Like, little things like that, <laughs> yes. you know, that... Uh, that you have to do to kind of, you know, keep people excited about coming in here because, quite frankly, how many people are actually going to come into a brewery on Wednesday, you know? So you got to give them a reason to come in. So typically we'll have um, a one-kick drop every Wednesday, and the goal is to have it sell out by, you know, by Thursday. So um, that's something that you – and all this is always posted on social media. Um, Instagram is River Every. Uh, you can hop on and see kind of what we have coming down the pipeline. But yeah, man, we try to do a vertical of something every week, um, you know, just to, for our patrons, you know, our lower customers. It kind of keeps them excited, and it's kind of a thank you to them for, you know, coming in on those slow days when we know nobody wants to go out and drink on a, you know, five o'clock on a Wednesday. So, you know, because they are, you know, coming in here and showing their faces and patronizing us, and it's kind of a thank you to them as well. Well, definitely, thank you. For allowing us to come in and assist brewing this beer mm-hmm. and eddie eddie 2.0 mm-hmm. thanks for the invite Absolutely. for allowing us to come down here and always having a good time with y'all mm-hmm. and meeting new breweries meeting new brewers and uh before we go i've got a uh, familiar face to the right of me familiar face familiar <laughs> voice because we are a Listen only podcast. Who are you, and why are you here? Oh wow! Well, I didn't think it would only. I didn't think my return to the show would be quite so short term from the last episode. But here I am because Eddie was gracious enough, gracious enough to invite us down to Riverrad for his next brew. And um, I just want to say thank you, Eddie and Eddie 2.0, for uh, allowing me to be here as well. Uh, independent of the show and um, thank you to Tony, Katie, Matt thank you so much for uh, allowing us the experience of going here and we brewed a beer not that long ago and there were a lot more malts in this one <laughs> a lot more bags than what we dumped in not a pirate ship <laughs> feel it did you ask Eddie what the name of this is going to be? <laughs> I was giving him last comments no 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 you're you're good you're good hey yeah i'm, I'm gracious as always to be a part of this the growing process gives such an extra depth of um knowledge to just sit in a bar ordering a pint throwing it down and enjoying the beer versus like knowing what went into creating it and that's always a an extra step of appreciation towards what all this tasty swill that we chugged down like uh, we otherwise think of. Chase, thanks for joining us today. Uh, so, Eddie, last word. Yeah. What did we brew, and do you have a name for it? 
So we brewed, uh, according to Tony, an American IPA. Very crisp, light, uh, light IPA, very bitter on the front end, uh, very smooth on the back side. And uh, essentially, uh, it's going to be a delicious, uh, very, very easy to drink uh, IPA for the summer, uh, end of spring, you know, end of spring, early summer. And uh, as far as the name, I do have one, but you got to tune in next time <laughs> when we shoot live at our unveiling of our IPA. I agree. <laughs> All right, folks. So is there anyone else before we wrap up from the brewery that wants to give a final word? Yeah, I just want to thank you guys for coming out and uh, being a part of this process with us. Um, like Eddie said, we'll uh, hopefully it'll back me to an unveiling of it. Uh, so I'll come out and have a couple beers with you guys, man. Um, you know, as you, as you probably can tell, I really love that uh, that venue, man. One of the best tap houses in that area. Um, but also, just want to say, you know, follow our social medias, River Brewery across the board, um, to know what we have coming down the pipeline. If you're ever, you know, curious about some things that we're doing here, you know, we post daily, sometimes multiple times a day, uh, just about things that we have going on here. Uh, like Katie said earlier, we have trivia, we have music bingo. Um, Fridays, we do discounts on merch. You know, so we have a lot of different promotions that we run throughout the week. Um, so definitely follow us on um, on our social medias. I just kind of stay in tune with what we have coming up. Can't wait. Well, thanks again for having us in. And folks, the listeners at home and in your car or wherever you're driving to or going to, stay with us as we come back. I think Wayne and I are going to take a trip up to Clock Tower Tap Room and sit down just with Eddie, maybe, maybe Eddie 2.0, and talk a little bit more about what we did today. Stay with us, folks. joint my mama burned was on the rural route she parked in old man taters woods so she wouldn't be found out turned off her dome light snuck off by herself crashed down beneath that window fired it up gave it hell at that hangout my daddy used to hang around we watched it all go up and smoke until it all came down and just like that the taps and stools and tables got turned the only joint my mama ever burned I'll get sassy and bluegrass and come on Just like someone flipped a switch that started coming home No more eating late cold suppers with that tavern gone I had my suspicions till one night when we said grace That said forgive us our transgressions I smiled little mama's face Like that hangout my daddy used to hang around We watched it all go up and smoke until it all came down And just like that the taps and stools and tables got turned To the only joint my mama ever burned I'll burn it down now boys come on Small town Barney Fife, some bloodhounds in this town. I'm the only one who ever found out a bell. 
That hangout my daddy used to hang around We watched it all go up and smoke until it all came down Just like that the tabs and stools and tables got turned To the only joint my mama ever burned To the only joint my mama ever burned Was the only joint my mama ever burned Hey folks, welcome back to Upstate Beer Boys Podcast. It's been three whole weeks since we were down at River Rat brewing beer with Eddie and the boys and the girls down in Columbia. And now we're back up at the clock tower, home of the Upstate Beer Boys with Jer Bear and Wayne. And we're going to try this beer that we got to brew. How about it, folks? Well, it's it's kind of it, I guess it's kind of fitting in a way that the two of the crew that wasn't there for Brew Day are the ones ones are here with you now to try the 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 uh, brew. Um, well, here's 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 the the upside to that. We 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 weren't there, but we get to be the first to try it. I'll take that any day of the week. <laughs> All the rewards and none of the labor. Absolutely. All right, gentlemen. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to a, uh, hopefully another successful beer for Clock Tower. This is the second beer, Jerry Bear, that yes. y'all got in the brew Absolutely. for the Clock Tower. Absolutely. A little hoppy right off the nose. American IPA. 1700 is the name of it. Yep. Hmm. What's the it's 1700 stand for? It's also for? a 7.5, just like the uh, our other one that we had. Um, our other one's the 5 o'clock IPA, and this is the 1700, which is military time for 5 o'clock. Nice. And uh, 7.5% ABV never hurts. No. It'll come out a little bit higher than what was expected. Is that it did it? Yeah, it, but that's was perfect. It there, so I don't know. That is okay. Well, our beer with Plank Owner was supposed to come out at like 5. And it come out at seven. Did it? Yeah. Right. But it's, it's smooth. It's, it stayed in bed a little too Oh, long. yeah. It's smooth. <laughs> Just right. So, so what do you think? The color of this here, you know, it's it's not like you're hazy. It's uh, got a nice golden color to it. And um, it's a long, little on the clear side. You know, I get the floral in the nose. But when I taste it, it's a, it's a, it's to me, it's like a regular old school IPA. Yeah. You know. Uh, a little bit of, of fruit in the taste, um, a lot of the uh, hop pineness on the back end, mouthfeel about a medium. It's not like super velvety smooth like the 5 o'clock IPA is, but it's not like super harsh cut your uh, insides out type right, right. either. Yeah, I'm not a big West Coast fan myself, mm. um, but on the front end, I really enjoy that. Not, I don't, I'm not a big bitter hoppy guy. Yeah. I do mm-hmm. like that 5 o'clock, you know. That's, that's kind of my, my thing. But this here, I, I don't hate it, you know. Yeah, I definitely don't hate it either. I I do smell the fruitiness and the hoppiness on the, the smell. Mm-hmm. But then when I taste it, I, smell, I taste pine. Yeah, me too. I don't taste any fruit at all. Your tongue, on the back but I do like the hop. You know, if you're trying to compare it to the 5 o'clock IPA, you're going to be a little bit disappointed in the aspect, but 
if you're a West Coast fan, if you're a regular old school IPA fan, or if you're like me, you're coming around to it, it is different, but I do find it enjoyable. Like, uh, I, I definitely will finish this, and I will definitely order another one or two or yeah. whatnot. <laughs> or three or four or five. Uh, no. pa- pace yourself. Uber. <laughs> I, I will. Yeah, that, that 7-5 will sneak up on me. <laughs> this is true. So, Jerry Bear, anything else new going around, new going on here at the Clock Tower? We are celebrating Eddie's birthday tonight, as well as the launch of the 1700. Um, we got a lot going on this summer. I mean, I think, I think we're filled up through the end of the year with good stuff. So, you have to go on to um, the website, Clock Tower, um, uh, taproombillards.com. And check out our calendar. Uh, we've got live music. You know, we've got open mic every Tuesday. Wednesday night is, is uh, cornhole. Thursday's trivia and music or, uh, or um, uh, karaoke or whatever on Fridays and Saturday nights. But something for everybody all the way through the end of the year. So uh, make sure you check that out. Was well, there? Well, we know, but tell our folks, our listeners. You have other social media. Absolutely. We're on all outreaches. social media platforms. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Um, and um, we, uh, we we post every every uh, Sunday or Monday. We post our calendar for, for the week. So we've got over 40 beers in-house all the time, 18 on tap, uh, including both of our um, uh, 5 o'clock and our 1700. And, folks, they do have food in-house. Yep. It's not as big as a lot of restaurants, but you can get food in-house while you're drinking your cold beer and playing your your pool table. Kitchen usually opens around 4, 35 o'clock. It's a full menu. Um, and like I said, something for everybody. We even have sweets, fried Oreos, if you like fried Oreos, and they're delicious. Hey, we are in the South. Deep, deep fried Oreos are, are definitely... Uh... Deep fried Oreos and beer. Doesn't sound you know appetizing, but it is. It's good. It goes well stuff. together. Well, uh, you know, thanks to River Rat, thanks to uh, Clock Tower for allowing us to participate and brew and taste this uh, lovely. Uh, to me, it's I, I'm I'm not as a big beer guy as everybody else, but to me, it's more of a West Coast style than necessarily an American style. You're a you're a beer guy. <laughs> I'm a beer guy. I'm not a beer snob. Yes, you are. I wouldn't know that it's not a West in a bad Coast. way. I wouldn't know that it's a West Coast if I hadn't been told. Well, it's more of an American IPA though, but mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Yeah, but I, I don't taste West Coast at all. What, you know, what, what's the difference between an American and a, and a West Coast? So it's the way, from what I've been told, it's just the different hops and style mm-hmm. that you use. Okay, does it taste different? Is there something different on the palate? So to me, West Coast are more bitter than an East Coast or an Indian pale ale. Okay. That's just my palate. I like them all, though. I don't have a, a huge, I don't like this or that, you know? Right. Yeah, it's, it's, all in, it's all in what you like, you know? You get a lot of people, like, you know, he's saying beer snobs that come in and they go, I won't drink anything but a West Coast. And that's yeah. fine. But I won't drink anything but what I like. And so you hit the nail on the head there. And I can I can almost fool people when they come in. They go, I'll go, what do you like? And they'll go, well, I, I like this or I like that. And I don't like this and I don't like that. And I'll give them something that they say that they don't like and they like it. And they'll drink it. 
and they'll drink another one. Well, one of my my favorite parts about this place from day one, but almost two years ago when we come up here to meet with Eddie for the first time, I walked in and it was like, oh man, you got more taps than anybody else around. Right. And that's great. It'd be great if we could blow that wall out and put 20 more, yeah. you know? That'd be kind of fun. But I, I, th- I think Eddie's looking into the future and, and uh, he very well may do that. In, you know, well, right, he right now he's got a good thing going. He does. So I think he's good with what he's got. Y'all got taps, and if everybody don't like the taps, like my wife went with a can tonight. Yeah. And from Liability. So y'all have nice can beers. You got a nice tap selection. I mean, a little bit for everybody. Absolutely. That's and that's what it's all about, familiar. Yep. And I can personally attest every time I come in here, and if, if I don't know what I want, Jer Bear will definitely pick out something that will uh, uh, surprise you. Cleanse and, uh, your palate. And, and sets you in the right path. So, uh, always great, always great service here. All right, well, we got any other words, words of wisdom or anything like that? I just want to say we're coming up on two years, and I just want to thank everybody that has downloaded. We just hit 1,000 downloads, right? 2,000 downloads, sorry. And everybody that supported us, Clock Tower supported us from day one, literally. Uh, been a sponsor this whole time. And I'm just looking forward to moving forward. And we've got a lot of beer festivals that we've been invited to lately. That's just phenomenal. Uh, yeah, I saw that. So we're going to Augusta Beer Fest in a couple weeks. We got invited to that. And if it works out, we're going to be the premier podcast for the beer fest. Wow. So that, that's big to me. We're already doing Greenville Beer Fest every year. It went from a let's try it out to a, okay, you're in. We want you to revolve in. You're automatically on the list. So, so you're telling me we're, we, we have a chance of being a premier podcast of the second biggest event in Augusta. Well, we'll see. We, we got to check out make sure we do good and follow their rules on this one. And if we knock it out of the park, just like we've been doing Greenville Beer Fest, mm-hmm. we're going to be the podcast for Augusta Beer Fest and Greenville Beer Fest. Wow. Sweet, sweet, sweet. And I don't see that we're going to... When is the Augusta Beer Fest? That April. is... April 22nd. Okay. On a Saturday. Got it. It's, it's at a baseball field, and it's right on the state line. Of Augusta, South Carolina, and Augusta, Georgia. Okay. So, a couple weeks right after the, the Masters going on right now? Right yeah. now, yeah. yeah. Wow, okay. That's, that's why I said the second biggest event <laughs> in Augusta. So, we, we've got that, and then we're going down to a Clemson brewery the very next day that has been on our radar for the last year or so, and... They're to the point now where they're knocking at our door. Hey, we want y'all to come down, so we're going. Why not? So we got content coming. Gear Bear, any final words from the clock tower here? Any uh, community events? Anything you want to 
push here in the next uh, I, I mean, couple I weeks. I want to push you guys. I want to get you guys out out in the forefront. It's always a pleasure having you guys in house. You know, like I said, when I turned around, uh, when you're standing at the counter up there, I'm like, we got famous people in the house tonight. It, it, it's it's funny seeing you guys on on social media so much, and then. Here you are in person, and so it's always a pleasure being in your company, and, and we appreciate you guys. Well, we thank uh, a lot of you. We gave you a T-shirt not too long ago. I mean, we well, had, I know you were, had I known you were going to be here, I would have, I would have worn it. We made tonight. you an honorary upstate beer boy. You are talking to the person who gives the best hugs. I appreciate. You know it. what I mean? Uh, thank you. That's like a known thing. <laughs> All right. Well, so. Until we see Eddie, we're going to, I guess, uh, wrap this one up. We'd like to thank our uh, sponsors. We've got uh, Upstate Realty and Promotion Graphics for on-site banner. We've got uh, John Sharkey and the Greenville Craft Beer Fest we've already talked about. And then our home, where we are right now, and if you come here, it'll be home to everybody because they're just that welcoming. Clock Tower Tap Room and Billiards in Simpsonville, South Carolina. Eddie Whittingham, the owner. Jer Bear, the bartender and pugmaster extraordinaire. As always, thank you. And um, I don't know if I hear familiar tune or not. Stay tuned. Upstate Bear Boys Podcast. We're just boys. We like beer. That sounds hazy, then Lord, we'll make it clear. We like Blondales, IPAs, Cider Stouts, and the USA, we're just boys. We like beer. We're just boys. We like beer. Upstate beer boys.